You're listening to the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast, broadcast in mid-October 2020. Today, we open up the Collector's Toolbox and introduce you to two websites that will help you greatly, both free. We also look at collection protection, protecting your LP or record box sets, all but one, unfortunately. And an outrageous offer that not only is shocking, but nothing to do with Earthshock itself. Well, actually, it does. Anyway... That's what we have on tap for today, so if you don't mind, let me present the one, the only, Fraser Hines. Welcome back to the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast, the podcast that explores the world of Doctor Who collecting, Doctor Who collectibles, Doctor Who collectors, and all sorts of Doctor Who merchandise. Happy to present our 31st episode. I am Larry Van Mersbergen, your host, and I have been a Doctor Who collector since 1981. Uh, 1984 came around, and I decided rather foolishly to open a Doctor Who store in Chicago. Uh, no money, not a, even couldn't even drive, but I did it anyway. We called it Bundles from Britain. And all these years later, it was successful, and it continued. And it's listed in a book called Red, White, and Who, The Story of Doctor Who in America, and this is an important book for all collectors to have on their shelf. I did not submit my store to this book. It was done independently, which tells me it's great to be part of Doctor Who history. It's from ATV Publishing, and our mention is on page 384. And I have a very convenient link on our homepage at DoctorWhoCollectors.com where you can buy that book directly from Amazon.com. Our theme song, of course, is Who's Doctor Who, written by Barry Mason and Les Reed, performed by the great Fraser Hines. Of course, he played Jamie McCrimmon in over 117 Doctor Who episodes, making him the longest-running character and a friend of the podcast and an overall great guy. Um, we'd love to have your support on this podcast. Uh, you can support us a number of different ways. Uh, the first one is you can support us on Podbean, and you can uh, support us there as a patron at DoctorWhoCollectors.Podbean.com. Uh, you can also shop for your favorite Doctor Who items on our eBay store. I have an updated link. You can find it at bit.ly backslash DWCP eBay store, all one word. That link will be found on our website and our Facebook page, of course. We have extra Doctor Who items, uh, duplicate Target books, other books, other items that um, are just, you know, can't fit them on the shelves and we've talked about them or they were provided to us. Um, and so uh, the money raised there will help pay the podcast uh, bills. We do um, to keep the podcast alive on the air. It's about $40 per month. Uh, if you'd like to be a patron or a sponsor, uh, email us at doctorwhocollectorspodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to cover the $40 a month, we will make you the sponsor of that program. Thank you so much. 
You can hear our podcast anywhere you get your podcasts, including the Podbean platform. And we are a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. You can hear other wonderful Doctor Who podcasts at DoctorWhoPodcastAlliance.org. Don't forget, of course, to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of the gallery photos are now streamed exclusively to our Instagram page. You can find it um, at DoctorWhoCollectors.com. We will stream it there. Or if you're an Instagram subscriber, just go to the search bar and type in Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. Uh, Separate the words out and you should be able to find us. Our followers have tripled in the last week alone. I'd like to recommend two additional podcasts that I've not only been a part of, but I'm a big fan of. First, it's the Police Box in a Junkyard podcast, where a random Doctor Who story will be discussed. And I was very happy to be on the premiere episode when we talked about the classic story, The Sunmakers. It is hosted by my good friend Eric Golbranson. And, of course, secondly... Um, my other favorite podcast, of course, is the Doctor Who Target Book Club podcast. And now they're well into the first part of the Tom Baker era. And they usually have a three or four member panel discussion of the Target books in story order, which interesting to me since they were not published in story order. So the authorship can be a little bit interesting as they go from one book to the next. So also... If you live in the Chicagoland area, or if you don't, for that matter, for all your Doctor Who needs, including collectibles, rare items, or the usual items, including a great selection of Target books, you can visit the Alien Entertainment Store in Lombard, Illinois. It's on Main Street. You can find it very easily. The big Doctor Who logo in the window will be your uh, your tip-off there, and you can find them there. If you're not in the area, they have a great online presence at AlienEntertainment.com. Alien Entertainment is the best store for your science fiction needs, not just Doctor Who, but Star Trek, Harry Potter, and other worlds that you can explore. Um the owner is a former partner of mine from Bundles from Britain. He was the man I, I started business with back in 1985, and he went on to create Alien Entertainment, and I fully support this, um, this enterprise. I have, I've shopped there many times myself, and I'm considered a good customer. Um, they're also the company behind the best Doctor Who convention in North America, which is Chicago TARDIS, which is coming up in a month. Normally, I'm promoting this convention um, for, you know, the fact that we usually do a panel on Doctor Who collecting. However, because of the coronavirus and the uh, hotel venue would not allow more than 50 people, uh, and since that's just not a a viable option for a convention, um, they decided to do the convention online this year. So it will be streamed live uh, while um, during that weekend of uh, Thanksgiving weekend, and anyone can attend. You don't have to buy a ticket to be to be in. If you already bought a ticket for Chicago TARDIS 2020, that ticket will automatically transfer to Chicago TARDIS 2021, which we're hoping by that point things will get back to normal. We can only hope. Uh, if the doctor was here, he would probably fix it. You never know. Um, anyway, so I will hopefully see you online at Doctor Who uh, Chicago TARDIS. You can get more details at ChicagoTARDIS.com. We have a challenge. 
everybody. Uh, we, uh, as the podcast and myself, we decided to double down uh, with our friends at Big Finish Productions. You know, they do the Doctor Who audios. And on one of the podcasts, a uh, an emailer wrote in and said, you know, why can't you do a special cassette edition uh, of, of a given story? We don't know what story that will be just for the collectors. And so Nicholas Briggs said that if 2000 people um, come forward, uh, we'll do it. So I wrote back the next week and said, I will double down and I will make the word known that if we can get 2000 people, they will run it. And of course, Nicholas Briggs said uh, he talked to Jason Hagillary and said, yeah, I think we're going to get more than 2,000 people on this, so they might actually do it. There's no word as to what story that will be. I've already posted uh, this challenge in a couple of the Facebook groups, but here is what it is. Um, it'll be a novelty for most part, or if people have still have their cassette decks, it's just a, a nice way to listen to another Big Finish thing. So you can send your intentions to buy at podcast at bigfinish.com with the subject line cassette edition, I am in, and make sure you let them know that you heard it here on the Doctor Who Collectors podcast. Um, of course, Nicholas Briggs did read my email from the previous uh, podcast, so if you're looking back, you can go back to that podcast. So let's let's find... 2,000 buyers today. If you post it to social media, use the hashtag, hashtag Big Finish Cassette Challenge. And let's see if we can't get 2,000 people to pony up for a cassette edition. On the program, we have collection protection, our featured story, and the most outrageous offer coming up. But first, a short break. I would like to invite you to take a trip across all of time and space. Join us in the police box as we discuss the worlds of Doctor Who in a completely random order. We discuss it all. TV stories, audio adventures, novels, nonfiction books, and on and on. I'm your host, Eric Branson. I would be very happy if you'd join me for the Police Box in the Junkyard podcast. The Police Box in the Junkyard podcast is a proud partner of the Video Junkyard podcast and can be found on most major podcast platforms including SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Spotify. You are listening to the Doctor Who Collectors podcast. Hello fellow time travelers, I'm Tony Witt with the Doctor Who Target Book Club podcast, the podcast in which we undertake the insert adjective here task of discussing in story order all of the Doctor Who novelizations. I'm joined by Dalton Hughes and by Alison Fitzsafry and we record our episodes twice a month. You're listening to the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. Enjoy your travels. Up there is the scanner, those are the doors, that is a chair with a panda on it. Sheer poetry, dear boy. And now it's time for our main story. Today we talk about the collector's toolbox. And it will be a series of episodes over time to help collectors not only locate items that they wish to collect, but also places where you can catalog them for free online. And the first one I want to start with is the TARDIS Library, which is available at timelash.com backslash TARDIS. And it is a free website that you can use. You can sign up for it. You can actually use it to catalog uh, certain collectibles, such as books and recordings and uh, some games. Uh, not everything is included here from Doctor Who, but the site is maintained by Mr. Dan O'Malley, who we reached out to for an interview, but was not able to secure that prior to this release. So at the TARDIS library, you have everything from books, video, uh, and audio and other as far as everything from, you know, 
DVD releases, Blu-ray editions, um, and things like that. I have been using it to categorize my collection, and it lists them in publication order. So when you go to the site here, you can you can sign in, you can register your account, and from your account there, you can show DVD videos for all countries or just your country. You could show eBay auctions for any of the eBay sites, either from the US, Australia, Austria, Belgium, Canada, UK, etc. Um, you can get email updates from the site and also an RSS fee is available. Um, and currently we I have 331 items categorized on here and you can also create a wish list. Um, similar to the Amazon wish lists, but you can say I own it or I don't own it or I want it. And you have a link to your um, wish list that you can share with friends if you want to drop a hint. Um, you can also vote on items so you can your voting history is available there as well. So when you go to books, you can browse all the books, including the ones that were just recently released according uh, right now. Um, they've got them from January uh, all the way to the present day. Uh, in 2020. So it looks like the latest thing that uh, is coming out uh, is a Sarah Jane Smith roving reporter book, miscellaneous short stories unconfirmed for February 2021. Um, more uh, the science of Doctor Who coming out January 5th, 2021. So they stay on top of new releases as well as releases that go back uh, to the very beginning. So if we go back to 1964. And uh, let's say we'll do 64 to 65, and we'll look and see all those. So, of course, it starts with the very first book, the Dalek book, which is what we devoted our first episode to. And then Doctor Who and an Exciting Adventure with the Daleks, the pink hardcover, the gray hardcover, the Dalek painting book, paint and draw. So you, you can do it year by year. So let me jump to 1970 to 1971, and you can see books, the Doctor Who annual 1971 and the Countdown annual 72. Uh, if you want to start with the W.H. Allen hardback, or I'm sorry, the Allen Wingate hardbacks, you'd go to 7475, as you know from a few podcasts back. And there we have it, the, uh, the Auton Invasion uh, paperback and hardback, Cave Monsters, Day of the Daleks hardback, uh, Doomsday Weapon, the annual 75. And it, it gives you a drop-down menu. Uh, do you own this? And so you could say, yes, I own it. No, I want it. No, not interested in this title. So it won't come up in your future um, searches. This includes also all the foreign editions uh, from Turkey, from uh, Brazil, and everything that came out during that year, during the big boom of Doctor Who publishing. Uh, you can also look for videos. Uh, you can browse all videos and looking at what's coming out in DVD, the, the Enemy of the World, uh, Let's see, Complete Series 10, um, The Fury from the Deep is uh, the latest edition that KISS came out, so uh, you can keep track of that. Audio releases include all of the audios, including from uh, BBC and Big Finish, so you can look and see what's coming out. If it's been announced, uh, it's usually up to date, uh, so he's got, you know, up the War Doctor um Begin Series 4, uh, Out of Time 3, which has been announced for 2022. So it's really quite um, quite uh, thorough. And I really enjoy this, uh, this website. So it's a free website to use, timelash.com backslash TARDIS. Sign up today. Get your collection categorized. It doesn't cost you anything to do that. Uh, so that's one of the great tool tools that the toolbox could have. Now, the other one, 
uh, in the toolbox is the toy box, the Doctor Who toy box. Um, it's at doctorwhotoybox.co.uk based on Howe's Transcendental Toy Box. And yes, I am talking about my good friend David J. Howe. Um, he's written the Transcendental Toy Box uh, for some years, and it's, it's quite a, uh, <laughs> a very complete, comprehensive database of Doctor Who items from the very beginning and all kinds of Doctor Who items, consumables, computer items, uh, clothing, promotions, uh, things like that. Uh, the the website is free to use. Uh, it's it's run by Arnold T. Bloomberg and David Howe. Arnold T. Bloomberg, of course, is the head of ATB Publishing, which does Red, White, and Who, the book that uh, has bundles from Britain uh, listed in there. Uh, it, the site is is frequently edited, of course, by Mr. Howe himself and with other contributors. So, you know, for instance, if you're looking for uh, let's say kitchen items for Doctor Who, there is a a um, a link here, you can find aprons, cookie jars, cups and mugs, lunchware. Let's look at lunchware just for... Um, it looks like the Dalek plastic sandwich box from 2006, the TARDIS travel mug of 2012, all the way up to the 2017 TARDIS water bottle. Um, as far as cookie jars here, we have the first one was the TARDIS cookie jar of 2004, all the way up to the TARDIS ceramic cookie jar of 2012. Um, looking at promotional items in general here, let's see, we've got the, of course, the Sugar Smacks box of 1971, a very rare item to have, uh, the, uh, the Weedabix, uh, cards and figures, the, uh, Doctor Who, uh, proms booklet, the Hedgewick's world map, uh, so lots of great stuff, uh, that you can find here from, uh, let's see, sundries, um, let's see, how about, uh, postal items, the 1988, the 25th anniversary first day cover, uh, the Dalek stamp of 1999 issued in the UK, um, and other items that have to do with the post office. So there's a, there's a Katie Manning set, Matthew Waterhouse stamp cover, there's a John Pertwee stamp cover. So this is not a place to buy items, this is a place to do research. And um, it'll tell you, like, for instance, the 25th anniversary first day cover uh, tells you when it came out, in this case, November of 1988, created by Covercraft UK, a special printed envelope featuring a full color image of the Doctor Who logo in TARDIS, presented a special Gallifrey postmark over postage stamps at the post office space collection. Also a signed edition by Sylvester McCoy, Colin Baker, or John Pertwee, and they originally... Um, listed for £5.75 each. And he gives an approximate item value. Um, you know, it's uh, basically near mint condition, £10, roughly $20 American. So he actually gives you some very reasonable estimates on price. So I think if you're, if you're shopping for that, you're looking for something around that price range uh, to be in a fair area. Uh, I trust, uh, I do trust uh, the work of David J. Howe, and you can actually buy some of the um, uh, books, actually, the Celestial Toy Box uh, books from Telos Publishing, if any of them are still available. Uh, so you can visit that at uh, www.telos.co.uk, that's Telos, T-E-L-O-S. And you can see if those uh, if those books are out there. I'm there right now for nonfiction, the Transcendental Toy Box. Um, I don't see it here. There's um, he's got a lot of great materials here at Telos Publishing. I certainly uh, uh, do recommend that. And of course, we've had um, 
uh, David Howe and his wonderful wife, Samantha Stone, on the program when we did our last Chicago TARDIS Live. So I definitely recommend. Those are two wonderful tools uh, that don't cost you anything to do research uh, or at the timelash.com backslash TARDIS, a free place to catalog your collection, especially books, audio, and video. It doesn't have a place for toys at the time being, so um, that might be something else to to look at down the road. Uh, Of course, he keeps the site free, and I think that's a wonderful thing, so I'm putting the word out. Timelash.com backslash TARDIS or the Celestial Toy Box, the DoctorWhoToyBox.co.uk. Just making sure I got that. Yep, all one words. And, of course, um, David J. Howe's uh, website, uh, www.telos.co.uk. That's T-E-L-O-S. So that is just an idea of some tools for the collector. If you know of any other free tools out there for the collector... Give us a buzz at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast at gmail.com or on one of our social media pages, either Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We would love to share your idea. So that presents our main story for today. Thank you for listening. All my travelings throughout the universe, I have battled against evil, against power mad conspirators. I should have stayed here. The oldest civilization, decadent, degenerate, and rotten to the core. Power my conspirators, Daleks from Tarans, Cybermen. They're still in the nursery compared to us. Ten million years of absolute power. That's what it takes to be really corrupt. And it's time for the most outrageous offer. Today we have an eBay seller uh, that was brought to our attention uh, from Australia. And the item that they're putting up for auction uh, looks like it's a buy it now price. So it's a set price. Or an offer. So it's Doctor Who Earthshock, W.H. Allen hardback, mint condition, not ex-library. They're asking price is $650 Australian or approximately $462 in U.S. That seems a bit high for this particular release. Um, During this era of Doctor Who W.H. Allen... Thousands of copies were printed of Earthshock and Ark of Infinity and all the Davison covers. So there's no reason that this book should fetch any more than $125 to $150 in absolute mint condition, spine tight, never been opened. Uh, these books were never shrink wrapped. Uh, so that, you know, that's what we're looking at here. Definitely not an ex-library edition um, with international flat rate postage. So I'm, I'm not going to name the seller. You could probably find it. Um, I've actually bought from this seller before, which surprises me that this is an outrageous offer because he's had some reasonable deals. So what I would do is I would certainly look around. You know, if you're not picky about your hardbacks and you're okay with an ex-library edition, ex-library copy of Earthshock, anywhere from $40 to $60. I wouldn't pay more than that. Mint condition, no more than $150 anywhere in the world. So I would certainly uh, keep in mind on that. If you come across a Doctor Who item or related item that looks a little too high-priced or even a bit ridiculous, send those to us at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast at gmail.com or through our Facebook page at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast or on Twitter. You can tweet us at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. This has been a most outrageous offer. Sad, Red, isn't it? People spend all that time making nice things and other people come along and break them. 
And now for collection protection. Uh, we don't like people going around breaking things. So we want to protect them so they don't end up having bent corners or damaged or cracked or things that, you know, could happen that would not uh, be uh, a very happy thought. Anyway, today I want to talk about a special type of protector. It's called the Thick LP Box Set Box Protector from Box Pro. It's available through Bags Unlimited. As you know, bagsunlimited.com has been around since before 1981 when I started collecting. I've been using them since 1981 for all the poly bags, comic book bags, paper book bags, hardcover bags, record bags. Um, this is a new item. Uh, so it is a 12 mil crystal clear archival APET material. And it's, it measures at 13 by 13 by 1 and 1 eighth. So after measuring several box sets, um, it would fit over the Evil of the Daleks LP box set or any of the Big Finish uh, special uh, LP box sets. It will not fit the Dalek Master Plan. That is a larger uh, box set. So I'm still researching something that will fit that. But this is a thick box protector. In other words, it will stand up on its own and thoroughly protect your LPs, your LP box sets. Uh, if you're looking also, Bags Unlimited also has sleeves for your regular sized LPs. And if you're not willing to go this far, the jumbo LP sleeves will fit over most of those box sets. Again, not the Dalek Master Plan. So looking at protecting your LPs or your records, whichever you want to call them. Vinyl is in a very important part of Doctor Who, especially from Big Finish and BBC. So please protect them. This has been Collection Protection. Bags Unlimited Incorporated can be found at bagsunlimited.com or by calling their 800 number 800-767-2247. If you do call them up, tell them you heard about it at the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. And that concludes the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast for this edition. We thank you for listening. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment and review and do all those wonderful things. If you want to reach us, you can reach us at Doctor Who Collectors Podcast at gmail.com or our website at DoctorWhoCollectors.com. For the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast, I am your host, Larry Van Mersbergen. Keep collecting. It's been three happy years, and it's now time to move on. It's enormous fun to make Doctor Who. It is enormous. It is very, very hard work, and you seem always to be up against the clock because the special effects in the studio always take a long time. But it, no, it's always been fun. Although I, it, it's, you know, it, it's not one of the most satisfying parts that I've had. But you had just have so much fun making it that you could, as I say, the temptation is to go on and on and on. But and I think you have to be strong. And, uh... The new Who hasn't yet been chosen. And addicts of time travelling have until next year to prepare for Doctor Number Six. Well, from cinema to television, and as you probably saw reported today, after 750 years of time travel, Doctor Who Number Five has announced he's leaving after the next series. Peter, I know you've come hot foot even now from a Doctor Who rehearsal. That's right. Why have you decided to leave the part after such a short time? Well, it's not really a short time. I gave myself three years, and. Uh, I will have done three years. It's always difficult with Doctor Who because, uh, um, although it's been announced I'm leaving now, I'm still making a series and I will continue to make it until around Christmas. And uh, so I'm really the Doctor until 
I guess, around March. But did you feel that you were getting a little bit stuck in a rut? There is this danger that you become so much known as Doctor Who mm. to so many youngsters that there's a fear that you may never get any other kind of part, perhaps. There is that danger. It wasn't really so much that. It's just that... I do think it's easier to carry on than uh, to be strong about it and say I must move on to, some, to past is new and I really feel that I want to do that now. Well John, you've now got the job, John Nathan Turner, the producer of Finding a New Doctor Who and there's been lots of speculation about what kind of person that's going to be. Give us some hints. Well I think I'm looking for someone who's older than Peter, uh, perhaps a little more eccentric and even a little bad-tempered. Someone a bit crotchety. Yes. I remember some of the early Doctor Who's used to get a bit cross yes, with their Yes, particularly assistants. William Hartnell, the very after, first yes. Doctor. So you're really going back to the early Doctor Who's, mm -hmm. the early sort of thing. What about all the stories in the papers that you're looking for a lady Doctor Who? Let's have the truth on well, television. Well, <laughs> it is feasible that uh, the Doctor could regenerate into a woman, but it's not something I'm considering too seriously. But you can't rule it out? No. And if you did cast a lady, what kind of lady would she be? Well, I don't think it would uh, be a very glamorous lady. It would have to be a kind of uh, middle-aged, uh, crotchety, <laughs> bad-tempered type. I think the, the role of the companion really has covered the, the kind of glamour-puss aspect. It would be rather difficult to imagine what kind of companion a lady Doctor Who would have. Would she have a glamorous young man? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> even two. You can't rule that out. But, Peter, we've talked a lot about an older person playing the Doctor, mm. and certainly the early Doctors were all played by older chaps. Do you think, looking back, perhaps you were too young for the part? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't... Uh, although John can confirm this, I don't think that's the reason he's looking for an older person. I think it's simply that uh, to go any younger would cause a big problem with uh, regard to the companions that you get. I don't think I was too young. It has really uh, gained in popularity over the past two years. It was moved to a weekday slot. And really, it's sort of taking, over all over, taking off all over the world now. It's a pretty big programme. So you don't think that it was a bit of a mistake to have a young chap doing it? Well, that's not for me to say, but no, I don't, I don't think so, <laughs> no. I mean, it seems to, it, it's gone down very, very well, and I, I wouldn't be leaving, really, if I felt that it hadn't gone very well. Yes. I probably would have stayed until I was satisfied with it, until I got old enough, perhaps, <laughs> I don't know. But I think it has been successful. So. John, very briefly, when are we going to get our first glimpse on the series of The New Doc? Uh, Mid-March. Mid-March. And I gather for Doctor Who Freaks there's a big special coming yes, up. Yes, there's a 90-minute special to be transmitted in November called The Five Doctors, where we have all the actors who've played the Doctor. Well, that sounds smashing, doesn't it, Sue? Celebrate yes. the 20th birthday. Peter mentioned past is new. What past is new are you hoping for? Well, as I say, I, I finished work at Christmas and I've absolutely nothing planned yet. It doesn't worry me yet. I won't start worrying me until at least tomorrow morning. Does it worry you that you might not be able to leave the Doctor Who part behind? Because they do follow you around for a while. They do, parts. but, uh, you know, Tristan from All Creatures still follows me around. Yes. And I don't think it's a thing that you can, in the event, worry about. I hope it won't. I don't think it will. Wish you luck. Thank you very much.